In September, Melissa and I traveled back to Memphis to bear witness to the baptism of Georgina Bird Chesney, our nine-month-old goddaughter. Georgie's dad is also a priest, and now Georgie has four godparents, three of whom are priests. Poor kid. I mean... I was reminded of her lot in life uh, during the after party at this baptism in particular. So there we were, all sprawled around in the stupor of late afternoon, ties loosened, heels off, stuffed with chicken salad and hummus, everyone transfixed by little Georgie, who picked up a particularly tasting-looking book of nature (laughs) to chew on, and As she did so, I I should mention that there's this way when you get a bunch of priests together that the conversation turns into darkly existential territory, which my wife assures me is not normal. (laughs) I don't think it's the effect of the job, uh, but a kind of predisposition that makes this job appealing. So there we all are. We began to muse on the lessons contained in this increasingly slobbery nature book, nonchalantly imagining that the sharks on one page would be devouring the seals on the next, and so forth. You get the idea. Georgie's grandfather, not a priest, uh, was suddenly struck by the terrible truths held in the hands of his newly baptized, perfectly innocent, pink-cheeked little grandchild, and moved as though to take the book away from her. That's too scary for a baby, he said, almost plaintively to Jonathan, his son, and Georgie's dad. But Jonathan sort of shrugged and said with an unaffected world weariness, well, She was just baptized into the death of Christ, Dad. We all nodded in thoughtful agreement, uh, but for Grandpa's sake, we did move to happier topics. (laughs) Now, Georgie's grandfather is not alone in perhaps wishing to shield his perfect pink granddaughter from life's hardest lessons. But the church has a way of putting the things we'd most like to avoid right in front of us. When I sit down for baptismal catechesis with parents and godparents, I say this same thing to each one as clearly as possible. Your child is about to be baptized into the death of Christ. My mom used to cover my eyes at the scary parts of movies, and sometimes I halfway expect a parent to have the meaning of this action dawn on them during the liturgy, to suddenly snatch a child out of my arms at the font to cover her ears and tell me she's not ready for this lesson just yet. When we mark the baby's head with oil in the sign of the cross at the end, it will be the same mark, the same oil that the priest uses at her bedside when she receives last rites. Rowan Williams writes, So baptism means being with Jesus in the depths, the depths of human need, including the depths of our own selves in their need, but also in the depths of God's love, in the depths where the Spirit is recreating and refreshing human life as God meant it to be. Birth and death and resurrection 
They inextricably tie them together here in the church. And our calendar does this too. Today is the beginning of a triduum, another one of those words uh, to impress all of your friends and neighbors. It simply means that we are celebrating a three-day feast in the church that starts today with All Hallows' Eve, Halloween. Halloween. I'm pleased to see that you remembered. I was really afraid that Jack would forget, Um, but you didn't. Very good. So you know this kind of the feeling of what Halloween is. All Hallows' Eve was believed to be the time when the realm of the living and the realm of the dead became more liminal, right? In order to escape the forces of death, folks could trick it by dressing up as one already dead and therefore evade mortality, make a mockery of it, to taste what we fear by embracing it jokingly. All Saints is tomorrow, though we'll celebrate that next Sunday, we'll transfer it forward. But it's the real feast day is tomorrow, the day where we proclaim triumph over death by the lives of the saints who lived in ways that transcended death. They let go of earthly vanities and pursuits entirely and became the light that they believed in. People whose lives are perfect illustrations of the teachings of Christ. But the final day of this triduum is all souls. The day for the rest of us. The commemoration of all the faithful departed. That day is like a great sigh of resignation that death will not be fooled or evaded, and I'd guess for most of us, it will not seem like a triumph. These three days inversely mirror another triduum, our best-known one, the Easter triduum. All Hallows' Tide follows what you would call a tragic arc, right, if you're in screenplay business and all that. It begins in the festivity of Halloween, rises to the transcendence of the states of the saints, but then ends at the end in the depths, in the depths of all souls. Our Easter Triduum flips this arc. We begin on Monday, Thursday, the final meal and conversation of Jesus with his friends, and it descends sharply through the Garden of Gethsemane to the events of Good Friday, the death of good, the death of God. From there, the unimaginable ascent, the comedic arc, Christ lifting all creation in his resurrection. For singing till his heaven fills, tis love of earth that he instills, and ever winging up and up our valley is his golden cup, and he the wine which overflows to lift us with him as he goes the woods and brooks, the sheep and kine. He is the hills, the human line, the meadows green, the fallows brown, the dreams of labor in the town. He sings the sap, the quickened veins, the wedding song of sun and rains. He is the dance of children, thanks of sowers, shout of primrose banks, an eye of violets while they breathe, All these the circling song will wreathe, and you shall hear the herb and tree. The better heart of men shall see, shall feel celestially as long as you crave nothing save the song. 
George Meredith, The Lark Ascending. I invite you all to a holy triduum. As the world exchanges its green for gold and finally for sleep, so do we in these three days. May you face them unafraid, clear-eyed, knowing in the end that your labor is not in vain. May you know your prayers to be lifted to the presence of God by his saints who intercede on your behalf. And may the children remind you of what you were and what you will be again. Amen.